Yo, 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 mic check, mic check. What's good? What is good? It is my favorite day of the week, and you are listening to the world famous Behind the Baller podcast, recorded live and direct from the Million Dollar Man Cave in Hollywood, California. Ladies and gentlemen, BTB Army, what is really, really, really good? I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, aka the Korean John Daly. Yes, aka the Korean Liam Neeson, aka Odesu, aka Crazy Bear, aka John McCall, aka the Shank King. This is a Dust Brothers production. This is a 100% independent podcast. Shout out to Miles Davis. Shout out to um, Jordan Winter. Shout out to Lakey Lake, aka at Lakey Inspired. Guys, again, this is professional podcasting. Museum quality podcasting behind the baller. Let's motherfucking go, guys. Um, it is now currently 5 a.m. I have a tea time in just a couple hours. Uh, I'll explain that in a little bit. But yeah, man, I, I got to get it in. Um, and we're not going to talk about that. But, you know, ain't too much business per se, business like technically financial shit that I really want to get into. Crypto is is up quite a bit. You know, it went down quite a bit and people have their thoughts and whatever. And I don't really give a fuck what people think. Um, there's really nowhere else for you to park your money. If, if it's there, it's like taking down and putting the fiat is just, just fucking dumb. You know, but Tesla did announce that they sold 75% of their Bitcoin, which was like almost a billion dollars or some shit like that. I'm sorry, my mistake. I can't say shit like that. Same to I Am Rapport podcast. We, they don't fact check. It was $989 million. I'm tripping. Um, oh, no. I'm, yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? No, no, no. Was it $98 million? Was not, no, 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 no. It was almost a billion dollars. My, I'm bad. Jesus Christ. I was right. Um, anyways, it has been a, um, you know, fucked up last couple of weeks. Uh, I have other shit that's going on. If it's not one thing, it's another. Sounds like golf, right? It, it's something I can't even really speak about. I wish I could. And um, I, this is the show where I do air out or, you know, rant and get a little more specific about what's going on in my life. And this is just something I can't share, unfortunately. Maybe, hopefully by the end of the year, I can share. Because it's just like a little annoying thorn that's driving me crazy, right? It's just stupid. And people are like, oh, yeah. Oh, people who are listening probably who are involved, like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's driving great. Like, nah, dog. Your life will never be as good as mine. Period. Point blank. Okay? This is a motherfucking road bump. This is a fucking gnat on a dog's dick. This is some minor ass shit. And in the long run, y'all realize it's, it's y'all fucking with the wrong person. Anyways. With COVID backed up, the Cabo trip got canceled. I'm supposed to be in San Francisco recording this shit from San Francisco. That got canceled because I got Kaya's birthday coming up. COVID's getting bad. Um, I don't know what the fuck I had, and I was sick already. So we pushed the SF trip back. So we got like cool trips. We got, you know, the zoo in San Diego. We're going to go. I got to go back to TaylorMade headquarters, and that's going to be fucking nice. The kids could go play at Legoland and all that shit. Then we got San Francisco to see their family. You know, um, Nick's about to go to fucking Ibiza. She needs to go on this vacation to have her fun. And uh, then we're going to Cabo. And then the kids go back to school. So it's fucked up. Like kids, summer just started. And it's about to fucking end. So, you know, I just want to be positive. You know, I'm just trying to like realize like, look, man, I'm still above water. And some people are like, no shit, we're doing worse. I'm just saying, 
I have to keep that mentality. I have to keep that underdog mentality at all times or else guess what? You start hitting that decline and I'm not hitting that decline. It's just gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? I just cannot have that. Um, but yeah, shit's just been canceled and shit's been kind of fucked up. But I do wanna talk about personalities, certain things, and just not necessarily with marriage, but just like things that I practice, you know? And like, I don't see as many people buying shit you know, even some of the billionaires I know, they bought shit a long time ago and some of their cars came in finally. You buy a crib, it's different. You save for it. You're like, all right, cool. Maybe it's not a great time. It's none of my business to tell them. You know, I can't tell everybody. People listen to this show. It's like, look, interest rates are going to go up again. I think they'll go down. I know they will. And inflation is up. It, it's fucked up, right? But with gas prices at 6 $7 here in LA, I do notice that traffic is a little lighter than usual, which is, is good for me. But I don't really go anywhere. But I want to start off with, uh, oh, by the way, let me just get the last negative fucking thing out of here, man. Monkeypox is in Los Angeles finally. Now, monkeypox is around, and I don't have any expertise or any like knowledge of it like I did with COVID you know, early on, and I warned you guys, but monkeypox is around. So listen, guys, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, when I was sexually active like that, I've been always a good dude about condoms, right? And right now, this is definitely not sufficient, you know, safe for work. Um, people who are listening to funny kids and everything else, I have something to say, like, you know, you can fuck around and get a blowjob and get head and whatever, and it wasn't really going to be an issue. Even if, a, you know, a person was sick or whatever, or had, you know, SEs, whatever, it was all good. Unless they had, like, herpes in their mouth, they had a cut in their mouth, whatever, you weren't going to get shit like that. Now there is actually fucking crazy gonorrhea in the mouth. There's all kinds of crazy ass diseases. There's all kinds of shit since I'm talking about monkeypox and all this other stuff. Monkeypox is pretty much like saliva driven, like sexually transmitted. Have you seen what monkeypox looks like? It looks like motherfuckers got cocoa puffs put all over their body and then a layer of skin went over. This shit is not cute at all. So be safe out there. Be smart. I know a motherfucking lot of people out there still raw dogging and shit. Like, thank God, like, man, be with people who are, you know, at the level. That dirty dick and shit is just not cool, man. So monkeypox is out there. If you're out there dirty dick and women, be safe, man. Be careful. You fuck around and pass that shit on to your kids. There's all this other shit that could happen. There's people who have HPV and you have to get tested for this, this, and this, and all yesterdays before, you know, a baby comes in the world. There's all kinds of shit. Now, I know HIV is, is looked at differently. You know, there's a lot of more medication. There's things people can live for a very long time. And, you know, um, it's not as deadly as it was before they got under control. And um, I think COVID is going that way. But this monkeypox shit is fucked up. Okay. But I just wanted to give you guys something. And, and, you know, with inflation, with things that are fucked up, it ain't that hard to go take a walk, <laughs> to go drive somewhere, get some motherfucking crackers and cheese. I don't suggest, and I'm not trying to promote you guys to drink while you're out, but I'm saying just go somewhere. Have a motherfucking picnic. If the company is good, cool. I'm just saying because of the times, Right? If you got a little bit of bread and you want to go somewhere cool, hey, man, go do it. One thing that I will say that I did when I was single, and I'm sorry, that I did when I didn't have kids is I was very spontaneous. We would wake up, and Nicolette still woke up early. We didn't wake up too early, but wake up like maybe 8, you know, because we're going to bed at fucking 3 or 4 in the morning. And 
I'm just using her for example, but I've always been spontaneous. Like, I'd be like, fuck it, let's go to Vegas. Let's go right now. Boom, let's go to Vegas and go gamble. And me and my boys would go do that on some swinger shit, right? The movie swingers, not swingers, fucking swapping wives and stuff. But when Nicolette would wake up, like, what do you want to do today? All right, cool. Let's go to Manhattan Beach today. Let's go to the Pierre. One of my favorite places to go to. Manhattan Beach Pierre's is kind of low key. It's not Malibu. It's like, there's not really a good place in Malibu where you can be public and just be out and not really have, you know, a bunch of fucking weirdos. And it's chill. And like, like, all right, where do you want to go now? Oh, I don't know. Let's go to the movies. All right, go to Century City. One of my favorite theaters there, AMC. Go to one of the movies. What do you want to do now? Oh, let's go eat at some nice restaurant. All right, cool, do that. And I go get it. It's people who have money. It's different, right? And, and again, when I first met Nicolette, I wasn't as financially secure as I was. Now, there was a recession. And I was really concerned about my financial status because I was burning bread just to survive and not to impress anybody. I mean, me and Nick could do certain things, but like it wasn't what we could do now, you know? And um, what I'm trying to say is be spontaneous with your partner if you can, right? I've already talked about the flowers for no reason, all that stuff, but I mean like go and do shit. It doesn't have to be at a super nice restaurant or certain things. You could go, go get fucking bagels, go somewhere and just chill out and have a little egg sandwich somewhere chill out. Nighttime, you guys could go do something different. I don't know. You know, go see fucking, uh, look at the view somewhere, you know, just go to a nice spot and maybe whatever. I'm just saying one way, I'll tell you this real quick. One thing that I cut out of my life that helped tremendously. If you go to a really nice restaurant, I mean really nice, and I'm not speaking Michelin restaurants, I'm talking about a nice fancy restaurant, whether it be in, in the fanciest part of your town, you could probably get away with having a dinner with your wife, your girlfriend, a date for a hundred bucks or less, right? Some people that's like, well, that's far-fetched. It's a lot of money. I'm just letting you know. As soon as you add a few cocktails to that, yo, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Once I cut out drinking out in public, bars, $5,000, $10,000, club tabs, I don't go out to clubs and all that shit, you know, um, Enjoy a glass of wine at home, you know? Turn the motherfucking fireplace on, you know? Get on your creative romantic shit. But I truly mean that. Go to the beach, walk on the beach, smoke a joint, go chill out, have some shit that doesn't cost too much, you know? And just enjoy, you know, the motherfucking land. And I'm being honest, but I'm saying be spontaneous, be like, go here, but fuck it. Like, I could be like, yo, Nick, let's go, let's go to Cabo and things were different. First class ticket to Cabo was like fucking $400 round trip back 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And, you know, we'll go jump and go to fucking stay at a resort and it was way cheaper then. We would literally be like, you wanna go to Cabo in the morning? All right, cool, I jump on Expedia, boom, get this and we're gone. You know, you wanna go to San Francisco? Let's drive, fuck it, let's go to Joshua Tree, fuck it, let's go here, let's go to Palm Springs, let's go to the Viceroy, let's go here, let's go here. And I was spontaneous. I'm just saying, guys, practice spontaneous behavior if you can, all right? Now, when you have kids, I cannot emphasize this any more stronger. When you have children, practice longevity. When London was born, a lot of his rich uncles and my friends and even ourselves, you know, he had Gucci this, Gucci that. He had fucking Louis Vuitton blanket. He had Hermes fucking washcloths. I'm being dead ass serious. We went crazy, you know what I mean? And things were kind of doing good there at the time. And, you know, by the time Ryder came, we're like, we don't need this shit. Like, 
my wife gets kids from fucking Amazon, from Zara, from, you know, whatever. People send us clothes. They have cool clothes. Like we, They got face clan shit. They have cool shit. But, you know, as long as their kicks are cool, like I'm not really tripping on what the fuck I need to, they don't need to be dripped out and bape all the time. And they used to, because bape, you know, used to sponsor me. And they still do, but I mean like, bring the kids clothes and stuff but like my kids are cool regardless man you know they wear north face shit and everything here and there but practice longevity and what i mean is put aside more bread you got one kid put aside some fucking bread you got two kids start figuring out a trust a living trust if you can practice longevity i'm not talking about getting all the generic brands unless you don't mind them cool at target or at fucking cvs or at fucking you know, the grocery, whatever it may be, right? All I'm saying is think about vacations and plan them out a long time in advance. I have a hard time doing them. And when I do, they're locked in. Ain't no changing them unless something, you know, with COVID, it's all fucked up. But you want to be super spontaneous when you can. With one kid who's really young, you could still be somewhat spontaneous, right? But remember, the baby might not sleep through the night. But it might be colic. You got to figure out, you know, this and that when you're traveling, you know, and certain things. And I was never one to like drive into San Francisco, drive into fucking wherever the fuck it may be, Arizona, Vegas. When I was younger, cool. Now I just, it just drives me nuts. In the RV, no problem. I got a bathroom. I got everything I need. But practicing longevity has been the key to my success in my life. And what I mean is, if you aren't living check to check and you have a little bit of savings and there's ways to do certain things, there are ways to double up your money on a small level and some people don't mind it. I, I was talking to this kid uh, who runs a couple popular pages, Loiter Squad, which is obviously, you know, like an odd future type page. Then he has Golf Wing Reporters, which is like a Tyler, the creator page. And he has a clothing brand called Taro. And it's a cool little brand, you know, and like, he's telling me what he's doing to grind. I'm like, wow, dude, it's, that's really honorable. You know, like he's, he's really not trying to force his audience onto the thing. He's trying to do it organically. And I thought that was really, I respected that. And like, he was telling me he was going to flip some kicks. He was going to do certain things. And it's like, look, if there's an opportunity for you to get something that you have access to, sure, why not? If you have access to Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones and that ain't nothing, please believe if you pay $2,500 from Air Force Ones, you're going to make, $2,500 profit. You know, if you can get a rare drop or something or someone has a plug somewhere or something, cool. I ain't talking about that though. I'm talking if you have a steady income, you have a job. If you're fortunate to have two working people in your home, your girlfriend and you, you know, all I'm saying is if you have a paycheck and you have your bills, use Truebill. I use Truebill like crazy and I have a financial advisor and an accountant, right? It used to be 10% and that wasn't realistic because I mean, whatever. And, and again, I'm, I've saved a lot of money in my life. 20%, I'll spend it, okay? 80% doesn't exist. I know I've said this before, but I'm just letting y'all know, you'd be surprised how much that shit adds up. Now, another thing too is, I realized I have like fucking $2,700 in subscriptions. That's not just Amazon and fucking Prime, Netflix, it's not whatever. It was a ton of shit. I didn't realize I was paying fucking, paying like $1,100 for like nine phone lines. It's other internet for this, internet for the other house. I just had so much shit. 
And I was like, man, fuck this. Apple Music on 10 phones, Apple TV. I was like, no, no, no. We could all share that shit. That's what it's about. So just cut down the fat and get what you need, right? I mean, in a perfect world, I'd like to have five fresh teas at any given time and five teas that have been washed no more than five times, right? And then like, you know, my golf polos, that's off limits. I can't talk about that. Golf, any golf clothes, boom. But like, I have a lot of shit that I get rid of and I still have clothes and I'm start getting rid of more clothes and more clothes. I flip that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'll go to round two. I'll go to riff, sell the shit. I'm not going to eBay, but it's like, cause I'm not shipping anything, but I'll give stuff away. I'll barter, I'll trade. And someone's like, yo, why does someone with the eight figure net worth do that? And I'm like, because man, I'm always wanting to generate money. I'm always trying to pay for something like, oh damn, fuck. This vacation just cost me four grand. And then I flipped a bunch of fucking clothes that didn't fucking wear anymore. And I got 3,200 for it. I'm like, all right, well, great. Now vacation cost me $800. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? I'm just saying, y'all, be smart. When I get a big check from Captain Morgan or, you know, any of my big sponsors, you know, whatever it may be, I really, really, really don't touch that money. So, you know, with my Senna, for instance, let's talk about the current garage, right? With my wife's Porsche, bought it at a terrible time. Kept it. I can get out of my wife's car even all day long, maybe even a little bit over, okay? Got another whip. I can get out for even, no problem. These are cars I could never did that before. My Senna, I'm gonna make fucking $300,000 on it, easily. Then I got another car. Make like 60 or 70 grand. And all my big crazy cars that I flipped recently, that's a whole different thing. But I'm not losing money while driving it. Plus these cars are write-offs. So I'm just letting you guys know Think about longevity. Think about spending what you need, you know, and if there's things that you want here and there, I'm not saying don't get them. I splurge, but my splurging is like 200 bucks on Amazon, 400 bucks at Target for random shit here and there, whatever, boom. And I have a ton of liquor, which needs to fucking go. We need to have a party here and get rid of it. I'm talking about expensive liquor. Like I was buying bottles of Hibiki 30, Japanese whiskey for like $1,600 in Japan. That shit's out of print now. So people are offering me five, six grand for these bottles. I'm like, yo, you about to take these balls because I have no use for them. Got brand new Louis XIII that were gifts. I'm about to have a Ben Baller garage sale soon. Like for real. I just bought everything. You want to come in here and buy some shit? Shit's for sale. Even some toys in the man cave? Fuck it. Am I going to get rid of the bear bricks? For the right price, I would. And then I put a fucking golf simulator in here. Other than that, no. But do you know how much self-control you have to have to not buy something you want? Because I'm looking. And I can go say fuck it, I want to. But nah, I'd rather not. Especially because I'm dealing with some shit. Legally, I just want to fucking deal with all that bullshit. But just giving you guys an idea. All right. Next thing. <laughs> Women in Asia that are using these Photoshop apps to make them look taller and skinnier. A 5'2 fat girl looking super skinny with super long legs. And it's some girls try to do it less obvious, but it's like, look, the average height of a girl in China is 5'1 to 5'3. Okay. And that's even taller than, than usual, right? You look at their faces, they look crazy. I'm like, bitch, what's wrong with you? Like, I get you have some deep-rooted problems or anything else, but people will see you in person. You do realize that, right? Like, people will run into you and you look crazy, okay? You look at unedited pictures of celebrities. Saw some shit with this chick, Ari. I don't even know who the fuck she is. I guess she dates money bag, yo. But I was never, ever, and people like, oh, man, because look, I don't give a fuck if you're black, Mexican, white, Chinese. I don't give a fuck what you are. There's a general idea of what some people like, and it's like, yo, man, these people are just going crazy. 
they look crazy with all the surgery and shit. And unedited pics of some of these famous girls, rappers and stuff, pulled up. And I'm like, yo, this shit is false advertisement. And it's like, you want to use these apps to be skinnier? But now they never had them where they were taller. Videos. They're editing videos now, going down escalators and certain things. Some of them were really good at spending a lot of time. Let me explain to you guys. That's like owning a 2007 Mercedes-Benz E320. Okay? That's what you really own in real life. But in your pictures, you're driving down the street on Instagram in an S580 new body with the AMG body kit. Stop that shit, y'all. You don't need surgery. Go to the gym. Eat better. Go get some fucking microdermabrasion on your face. Get facials. Get Take care of your skin. Just do it the right way. If you want to get surgery and get lipo, cool. I'm just saying there's ways to do it without using these apps. And I'm just fucking, I've had my, I'm absolutely fed up to the fucking maximum, maximum capacity of this shit. Okay. Um, last thing before we get into a commercial break. You ever had these guys who you have a problem with somebody? Like, yo, man, that motherfucker Jackson, man, he fucked me over. Oh, yeah, what'd he do? Man, he did some shit, man, some shady ass shit. He's talking shit behind my back. He's like telling girls about me that, you know, was telling my girl that I was fucking around some other chick, blah, blah, whatever. And like, oh, man, why Jackson got to do that, right? This is a fictitious person, by the way. And then you got the homies like, yo, man, I don't know, bro. See, I'm keeping, I, I fuck with you, man. You know, you're my boy. But you know what? Jackson never did anything wrong to me. Now, let's just lay out the facts. There's a lot of gossip. There's a lot of bullshit here. But if someone you know is not known for lying and there's some real shit, look, at that point, people all the time are like, I'm, you know, people get mad. And like, I don't tell people who to hang out with anymore. I might give some information like, yo, I'm going to tell you this real quick. You fuck with them, I'm going to step away. If you, if you see me step away, I ain't got no hate for you, nothing. I just can't rock with this person and y'all chilling. And then the person's like, yo, why, man? I mean, he's never done anything wrong to me. Exactly. He's never did anything wrong to me types. A dude who steals and robs, I'm not here to judge anybody what they do for a living. You know, puts fentanyl in people's drugs, cuts shit, you know, short in the bags, whatever, fucks around on people, steals people, does shady shit, but he's cool to you, takes you out to dinner, buys you shit. You don't see where I'm going with this? It's the he never did wrong to me types. Women, men, they're guilty of it all the time. If somebody's out there hurting other people, stealing other people, and just because they don't do it to you, you say it's none of my business, that's right, it's none of your business. But it is your business if you want to continue a relationship with the person that's doing that to other people that you care about, that you like. So I hate hearing that show people. Yo, man, never did anything wrong to me, dog, so that's on y'all. All right, cool, guess what? Peace to both you motherfuckers. So don't be afraid to walk away from a situation, man. That's what it is. We're going to jump to a commercial real quick. I got to make this episode kind of fast. Miles got some things to do to edit. And uh, I got this tea time. Yo, Lakey Lake, hit me one time. Now, BTB Army. I have told you before and I will tell you again, you need to have your money working for you. In times like these, who doesn't need a secondary income stream? All right, well, here it is. You've heard me talk about Captain Picks, a sports betting 
consultancy company I own with Jordan, Miles, and Michael Rapport. But have you joined yet? If you haven't, now is the time. Go to CaptainPicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one for free. Honestly, we make it so easy for you that you do not need to even know anything about sports to win on the daily, and that is no cap. Our expert captains lead our community of winners every day in sports all around the world. Why are we the best? Because we care. We care about your winnings. We care about your time making it fun. Make friends and stack wins. We are here to break all bookies. We have membership plans to fit every budget. And if you opt in for a subscription, there are big savings to be had. Go to CaptainPicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one free. What's up, guys? You are listening to the world-famous BTB podcast, and we're just back from a break. Got to give a shout-out to my crew. FaZe Clan is now a publicly traded company. I am beyond fucking ecstatic for these young dudes who took video game lemons to a whole different level. Um, Shout-out to my boy Aaron Levant, who was actually a very big shareholder of FaZe Clan. He is a good dude. He's a president, CEO of Network. And um, look, guys, it is a fucking lifelong dream for some of these kids, I'm sure, from just playing video games, maybe being some of them kind of geeky here and there. Love them. Been a member of FaZe Clan since 2017. Yo, these motherfuckers just got blessed and baptized by the NASDAQ. They're out there now. I'm buying some FaZe Clan stock. I'm just letting you guys know, just giving them a shout out. Guys, my crowbar, my gold crowbar drops on Monday. I am telling you what I'm seeing from DMs, what I'm seeing from people in general, this thing is going to sell out. That is guaranteed. I don't necessarily know if it's going to sell out in two minutes, one minute here and there. Algorithms are so fucked up, but trust me, gold crowbar is going to do well. 99 fucking dollars. Trust me, I'm buying 20 and gifting them to homies here and there. They look dope as fuck on my desk. I want one. I want some at the store to give some VIPs. I want to give away some to BTB Army. It's been a long time since we've done a giveaway. Okay? So the Gold Crowbar drops on the network app, 12 p.m. Pacific time. That is, uh, let me look at the fucking calendar here. What is that? Today is, okay, so Monday, July 25th. My Gold Crowbar drops. It's fucking lit. It's heavy. It's so dope. Like I said, Use it to fucking pull out some nails out of the wall. Use it to fucking bash your fucking baby daddy's car in. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. $99. I've never had anything for that price on the network app. Go grab that shit on Monday. Do not forget. I'll be at the National next week. Am I going to record out there? What the fuck am I going to do? Actually, I'm not. Excited to meet Joe Montana. Uh, I'm going to be with my boy Paul Pierce from Inglewood. We're going to do some breaks and all that other shit. Now, the MLB All-Star Game came here, and I had some big events for XL to meet some of the executives there that I haven't met. Uh, there was an XL MLB party. There was a home run derby that I got invited to. got invited to the All-Star Game. Then Derek Jeter is was having a, uh, the fuck was the thing called? An allegiance thing? I forgot what it was. He had a party. Let's just say that. And it was to celebrate his new TV uh, documentary movie, The Captain, or is it series, whatever. Uh, Derek Jeter's obviously signed to XL Sports Management. Uh, he's with my agency, 
And, you know, I could have got to meet him and stuff, but I got so much other shit going on that I wanted to make sure my head was clear. So I didn't go out. I missed it. You know, I watched a little bit of Julio Rodriguez going fucking ape shit with the thing. I know there's some controversies with some with the Pujol shit and like fucking um, Juan Soto. Look, man, sometimes Darren Lavelle from ESPN, he, I forgot what he works for now. He just gets on my motherfucking nerves, dude. It's just weird, man. But look, yeah, gambling's fucked up. There's been all kinds of fucked up outcomes and they didn't change shit to fuck you expect. You know, whatever the winner is, man, sucks, not fair. Shout out to Julio Rodriguez. He will be in my Ben Baller Chrome 2022 set that is dropping in a couple months. Super geek for that, by the way. I will be pushing that heavy. This is a fucking insane class of rookies that are in this box. It's going to be filled with fire. I cannot wait. And I also have my first rookie card. Ben Ball, the rookie card, will be debuted in this set. Um, I didn't go to the MLB All-Star game. I watched little bits and pieces. Kind of disappointed at Tony Gonsolin, how he performed, whatever. But uh, I didn't get to see Young Jock. I feel bad. My, I'm sorry, Jock Peterson, he wanted me to give him some gear for the events and stuff, and I couldn't, so I felt kind of bad, but I just couldn't get involved in any of that. But I want to tell you guys, Captain's Picks has been fucking crushing it. They chose Cameron Smith, the man with the mullet from down under, and there was heavy odds, like 35 to 1 or 50 to 1. It was crazy. Our golf handicapper at Captain Picks is insane. They picked a home run derby winner. They picked a bunch of shit. So trust Captain Picks, which means trust us. The Discord community is like no other. There's going to be an event coming up uh, real soon. Another Captain Picks, Dave and Buster's party that's coming up. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of other sports talk except for the fact I'm just excited for this fucking um, Seahawks home opener, Monday Night Football, September 12th at Lumen Stadium in Seattle, but the Seahawks have just invited me to go to training camp, real training camp. Um, free those days. I got to figure out if I can make it. I've got a lot of traveling going on. But uh, real quick, I want to talk about a page on Instagram that is super interesting. If you're from LA or you like LA, there's a page called at LA in a minute. All one word, no dots, no underscores, nothing. LA in a minute. This dude must spend so much fucking time investigating and doing research to do these things. He's doing great. He's like, talks about the history of the Dodgers and uh, Dodger Stadium, talks about some of the great foods. He talks about Koreatown, like great historical facts. Talks about um, the tallest street in Los Angeles and just a lot of really cool LA facts. And I, I'm not one to really fuck with pages like that, but I follow them now and it's a dope page. So check out at LA in a minute. I just wanted to give you guys some free game. I'm sure they're going to come with some crazy food and all kinds of stuff. I'm waiting for Blackbird this Friday. And I'm so pissed off. Got to wait another fucking week to watch another show. But the show's so fucking good. It's driving me crazy. Reminds me of the 50 Cent, all the Power Series shit, um, Force, Kanan, all that shit. But there are no shows to watch, period. You guys have been giving me the worst suggestions. And nothing has been cool. But... Blackbird is fucking lit. Okay. Uh, what else real quick? Kaya's birthday is a big milestone. On Monday's episode, we will get the wrap up for sure. But my baby girl is turning five and she's just finally looking like her mom. Not looking like my twin anymore. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she's so cute. She's so precious. She's so anxious for this birthday party. We're going all out. I'm really sad that her godfather, Paul, can't make it. Uh, some people have canceled because of the COVID situation, but we're going to have a lit ass party. We have a bocce truck coming. We have fucking, we're just going to have fun. 
right? We're going to have so much fucking fun. And by the way, guys, before we get out of here, uh, we are still going to do video. And I thought about it. You know what? Meanwhile, while we don't have guests and certain things, I'm just going to set up the two cameras that we have so you can see me at least like how Twitch or academics or any of these fucking, you know, um, goofy ass people do their shit. I could do easy ass shit like that. And if these other dudes are doing it, it's like, come on, man. I might as well just get it going and get you guys on YouTube. We start doing these interviews. I gave up on the other idea, which we could do later. I just have too much shit going on and it's very hard to get somebody to come into the man cave. It's like something I definitely don't want to happen because of the privacy and all that other shit. But yeah, Kaya turns five, a lot of good shit going on. We're going to announce the uh, title sponsor for the Wash Lord Invitational probably inside the next week. I'm so fucking excited about that. Guys, we are going to be selling the streaming rights to the show, which I was surprised that people were even interested. So there's money there. And for those of you who can't attend the Wash Lord Invitational because there's no spectators, unless you have a media pass, or you're a family of mine only, uh, we're going to fucking stream it. So you guys are going to watch this shit. It's going to be lit. And uh, uh, what else? We got Wash Lord merch coming out for all you golf motherfuckers out there. Or if you just want to look cool, cool shit like that. And um, what else? Last, oh yeah, I'm getting ready to play George Lopez. Like, George is the person who got me into golf. My boy Mike Barbuti at TaylorMade. He's the one that put the clubs in my hand. My man Stephen Maubon is the guy who got me my coach. And all these guys have been very encouraging. Of course, Ron Del Barrio, Greatest fucking golf coach ever, dudes. I found out more amazing facts about dudes every single day. But I'm super excited to play with George. I've played his tournament, and then I uh, played another tournament that was kind of like quick right after. And, you know, sees, you know, he's like, okay, well, Ben, I think you're really good, blah, blah. But this is me and him one-on-one at 18 at his private uh, country club. So I'm really excited. My swing feels good. I had to get, you know, up three hours before the tee time, so I feel warmed up there. I'm going to hit the range. Pray to God that I don't have no shanks. Just have a good game. But more importantly, I want everyone here to have a great, blessed weekend. Hope you eat good. I hope you sleep good. I hope you love good. All right? As sincerely from the Korean John Cusack, this is not your practice life. Have a great weekend, guys. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed. And make it a great day. And all that other good shit, guys. All right? I love you guys. Please tell people about the show for real, man. I, I really could help more subscriptions. We're doing good. Just want to see constant growth. All right, y'all. Much love, and I will see you guys back on Monday.